Hello, lovely hogs. Andrew here, and we are so excited to bring Trusty Hogs Live all over the world. Yes, as you listen to this, we have one date left in Australia at the Sydney Factory Theatre. That is on the 27th of April. And then we are back in the Northern Hemisphere with Dublin. Yes, we are so excited to come to Ireland for the first time. We're bringing Trusty Dogs Live to the Laughter Lounge on the 4th of June. Tuesday the 4th of June in Dublin, there's going to be an Irish history lecture from Helen. There's going to be drunken karaoke. There's going to be problem solving. All sorts of chaos. All the usual. It is not to be missed. Make sure you get your tickets early because we are expecting to sell out. Trustyhogs.com forward slash tour for all the tickets and info that's Dublin on the 4th of June then we are into July with Bristol Brighton Edinburgh in August London at the Clapham Grand on the 16th of October and then we close out our tour in Manchester on the 6th of November so make sure you go to trustyhogs.com forward slash tour get your tickets quick because some of these are already sold out Uh, some of them are very nearly there and we cannot wait to see you Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to episode We're not episode doing a singing intro. Hello, it's episode 28 of Trusty Hogs, the podcast. We're delighted to have you here. Please the podcast. We'll be speaking from now. Hi, it's oh, Catherine. I really, part of me believed that you were going to join no. in the song. A tiny no. part of me did, though. No. Em, did you not think for a second there was like a chance she'd harmonize with me? <laughs> I know, but I didn't Thank think- you, Em. episode 28 the podcast where we tell you about frankly our what two perfect lives thriving thriving it's crazy, being. It's, crazy. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm, wow mm-hmm. um you know you're you talk about a binge i talk about a breakup classic <laughs> we need to fucking shake it up we don't do. we Those are li- like, even if ideally want- you'd binge and i'd have a breakup just one time you know what i mean like one, one breakup time. we could one. just try it we could try it it's something okay. to think about um and um, uh, do you want to go out then we solve your problems yeah well like is, dump is, me is em your girlfriend dump me Sorry, Helen, we're not going out anymore. <gasps> Wait, I've got a cookie somewhere. <laughs> I should no, eat it. <laughs> it was, unfortunately, it's not a binge because I've already eaten the rest of them. Oh. <laughs> so, no, I, I do want that for later. Oh, okay. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Welcome to Trusty Hogs. Welcome to Trusty Hogs. Hi. Now, tell me honest, tell me true. I think of you as an organisational goddess. We all do. We all do. We all look up to you. We respect you. Not physically of course but mentally oh, of course a hundred percent like you. Uh, respect yeah thank you you got given the ultimate organizer's task oh you want, we're diving right in i have okay, to know yeah. i have to know okay uh my best friend georgie mm-hmm. oh, i love her i love her so much she's um uh, one of my favorite she's my favorite person she's your favorite I person her, i love yeah. her so much yeah. she's so good to me and um she's getting married to which is weird it's weird when your soulmate gets married to 
like a, another person. So you're giving her away, yeah. Uh, well, it feels like he's taking her away, but I'm oh, whatever. Taking, okay. Yeah, it's mad. Well, um, by taking her away, I mean they'll continue to live at the end of my road, um, and we've agreed to never move farther than five minutes walk from one another. That's so fair. Like, taking fair. her away isn't particular. The point is, it's super healthy. It's not codependent at all. No, he's giving her another place to sleep, and that's. Fine. <laughs> um, but, but her main bed will always be, be with mine. you. <laughs> so yeah, she's um. She's getting married and so um I'm her bridesmaid and so we organized a Hindu and mm-hmm. I was very proud of the of the curriculum I put together, frankly. I feel like it was something for everyone. Yeah. I mean I've never been to a Hindu before. Can you imagine the stress of that? Plan a Hindu, never been to one. I just don't understand how you've managed to get to this point not going to one. All my friends are queer. Queer people do Hindus, no? Maybe in their forties, like really? Yeah, like who's getting married? Like I, I'm so young. I'm way too young to be married as a queer person. Come on. Okay, right. Okay. I, I'm, new I'm narrative for me, by the way. Lot. New narrative for me. I, this is my new thing. I'm saying now that I'm heartbroken. I'm, I'm too like, young. It's actually it would be weird for a queer person to be married now. So yeah, don't write in and tell us that now, you are if you are. Age 32, I'd be like a child bride. It's fucking mad. Uh, like, then, you know with, I mean? But with queer people, it would be like even weirder. I'd be like an infant bride. <gasps> yeah, it's great. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's fine. Okay, I'm totally so queer on, people. I'm totally on track. <laughs> Everything's fine. So Georgie is getting married, though, even though she's younger than me, and that's fine. And I'm delighted. How about much it. younger? So much younger. Okay. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Okay. I was the oldest person at the Hindu. I was the only single person at the Hindu. Oh my! Lo- mm, I I mean, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. No, it's but okay. I've, I've been. It's okay. The, yeah. Okay. But I or I fucking organized it, and those people. With their happy lives, had a great time. Okay. okay. So what we did was, do you want to hear about my thing? <laughs> we do like to hear what you organised, Catherine, organized. but in this tone. <laughs> so um, Friday night, mm-hmm. Georgie loves pizza, so we ordered pizzas in from the best place. I love and it. then we, um, I had Andrew, I interviewed uh, Tom, her husband-to-be, and I had mm-hmm. Andrew mm-hmm. edit it down to the most phenomenally edited version of Mr. and Mrs. Oh. Um Andrew was like, I don't think it'll take that much editing. And then it was like, actually, Georgie's marrying like a, an unbelievably thoughtful man who actually spent like 30 seconds pondering each answer with great consideration. So there was mainly editing him being like, oh, gosh. Hmm. Really lovely thoughtful Just wanted stuff. to get it all perfectly Can I correct. just tell you, he smashed the gig, by the way. Like, honestly, his answers were perfection. He was both respectful and funny. It was amazing. No, that is impossible to do in the games of Mr. It was Mrs. Un- it's impossible. Unbelievable. unbelievable. Any question I asked him about sex, he said, no, I won't be answering that. Are you fucking kidding? I know. I, and also, she didn't She didn't back him to be that respectful. So she obviously like said... Not even the, the fun answers. multiple choice sex questions. Like how many times has a condom snapped on you? Or? A snapped? A condom snapped. Is snap. it rigid? No, you know when a condom snaps and it breaks. What? Hello? Okay, and then... It does, it does. We played Mr. and Mrs. And then we played a, a competitive drawing round where they had two minutes to draw something and Georgie got to judge the best drawing. So like um, Tom's ass. Nice. One very particularly accurate one from a, from a member of the Hindu that was actually made me think that it felt like she'd seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like, like the shadowing was done correctly. Sort it, of like, there was a mole in exactly the right place. Wow. It was crazy. Yeah, we were all like, okay. Something to look into. 100%. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Yeah. I think Georgie should be jealous. Um, I mean, get a piss at the wedding and do some questioning. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but these are all clever lawyers. Like, I'll bet they've... Pre- the point is, the ass was <laughs> too familiar. Um, <laughs> and then we uh, had all of her favourite food in. All- she had a crown. She had balloons. She had... Wait, a balloon crown? No. Oh, no, like a yeah, flower yeah, crown. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, her friend sent 12... Rich people are, ma- are amazing. One of her friends, they're all so successful, sent... 
12 bottles of champagne to the Hindu. So we, and they're all really good champagne. So I was like, what the hell is this? It's amazing. Um, and we just had a great time. And then the next morning we got up, we went for a long lunch at the Educated Flea in Edinburgh. Divine, such good food. Oh my God. And then Catherine. Her, after two hours of that, her brothers show up with the first clue in a treasure trail around Edinburgh where the clues are all based on Georgie's love life. Yes. Oh my God, it's so yes. good. Yes, so good. We had to take photos to say, oh my God, also her mom and her brother wrote these convoluted clues where Cupid had ca- had captured her mother and was holding her um, as like kidnapped her. Oh, well, w- so you went for a narrative. A oh, narrative, full narrative. It was so exciting. Um, and that involved going to the Cat Cafe. It involved going to the Mario Kart bar in Edinburgh, stuff that Georgie wait, loves. Wait, so Cupid went to her mum's house. Yeah, held her captive. Held her captive. Why? Wouldn't release her until we um, answered the riddles that were the okay. clues. And why was Cupid doing that? Um, I'm just saying, I don't think the narrative sounds good. I'm just like, what's the motivation? I can't remember. I was very drunk. <gasps> like there was drinking at every stop. You scavengered pissed? We we went, oh my God, we were so drunk. Do not drink and drive. Do not scavenger pissed. We, you we, know the rules. We scavengered pissed. I had so many drinks. Holy shit. Then we went back for a cheese board and wine. See, this is when I struggle at Hindus is the activities after the drinking, I always oh, start but, flagging. No, 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 but he, and no, people, but there that's are some why, mad that's fucking cunt women out there. No, that's why I planned it this way, right? So uh, so we had we started with lunch, big, sober, big, like proper carb load. Mm-hmm. Then everybody scavenged and, and drank for four hours, at which point I left a little bit early. When they came back, they had two hours to rest and just eat as much fucking cheese as they could and a little bit of red wine if they wanted. And everybody had a rest and had a carb load. Then we went to... Um, Oh, what's it called? Fountain Park. And we did... Uh, Tiger Tiger. No, we did Cosmic Bowling. Turns out... Wait, what's that when you use your star sign to hit the pins down? Like no, I know. Bowling? And yeah, they give you your fate, if only. <gasps> no, it's actually where they put it in the dark and then all they light up the pins and you... It's so fucking Fuck good. off, like Neo Minigo. The, the, truly, the bowling was a surprise hit. These It turns out high-powered women, when drunk, are deeply competitive. Oh, yeah, they're lawyers, Deep, no, you say? Yeah, deeply yeah. competitive. My God, the place was awash with, <sighs> like, ambition and uh, high-powered bowling. And we had a good time. It was great. And then we came back, and then Georgie loves um, karaoke. So we did Sing Star. Yes, please. And she sang all of Les Miserables and all of... She cast that herself as well. She gave all the parts she didn't want to other people. And then she took all the good ones for herself, from what I could tell. Oh, so she, she was Jean Valjean and Javert. I, you'd have to ask her. I don't she know do the confrontation with the solo as a fucking... Are. Okay, well, like, it's, it's my truth and it's an amazing song. And then she was going to bed at half one. By the way, I bed at, at like 12 o'clock at this yeah, point. Yeah, that feels right. I slept next door because that's how tired I was to all of this karaoke. Didn't hear any of it. I was exhausted. You had a long day of scavenging. Sure. And I'd had a breakup that week. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was all took it out. You got to sleep when you sleep. And, and so um, we, but apparently like this is how well her friends know her. They heard her going to bed. So somebody just casually put on Hamilton, which is like a red flag to Georgie, right? She was like, uh, like to a ball, as in she yeah, yeah. was out She's there. And she, was at, she did the whole thing, apparently. She sang the whole of Hamilton. That's a hard catalogue to get through. She did it. She did it. I get so, breathless by burn. Yeah, she had a great time. I don't know what that is. And then she, um, <laughs> and then. How are we friends? I don't know. We can't mad. relate to each other it's at mad. all. It's so <laughs> frustrating. 
Penelope Mad. But Penelope says we have more in common than we have our differences. Now. Yeah, Penelope was mental. <laughs> <laughs> She's a woman who gets paid to tell people's futures. The point is, um, and then Sunday, which actually was a stroke of genius on my part. The one part I was proudest about the hen planning was Sunday. People were fucking wrecked, obviously. Yeah. Spa. Before you go home, everyone heads to the spa. Come on. Thank you. Come on. Thank like, you. if you're doing a three-day hen weekend. Last day should be a facial or a massage. But, like, in separate chairs, separate rooms. Oh, my God, separate like rooms. Space. You had a moment to yourself. <gasps> you could use the saunas. You could use the pool. And then we finished with afternoon tea with her mom. And everybody headed home. It was great. I'm sorry. That is so dignified and so classy. Thank you. To be able to get to that level where you're like, no, no, this is what we're doing. I think it also comes with being like, Georgie's friends are rich lawyers. So I can plan a oh, nice... It does help when people, like when, when everybody's like, I mean, I don't know how the child brides do it because when like, ev- you need everyone to be on a decent wage in order to be able to be like, here, can you do this? Right? Everyone assumed we should pay for lunch and stuff. Like nobody nobody even said, shall we run? <gasps> Mad. Mad. Everyone was willing to like do the whole bill. And people asked for the bill. Like, I respect people these did, women. People weren't, no one was sneaking to the bathroom, hoping somebody shit. else would ask, waiting to see what would happen. These people like, like people people fought over who they should who should buy the rounds. I, I was like, and lawyers get shit reputation, but fuck me, do they do their job? Yeah. Also, was there still like the mad cunt of the Hindu though? I always feel like whenever I've gone on a Hindu, there's <laughs> one woman who fucking outlasts everyone. Everyone's like. I'm done. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> I think it was Georgie. <laughs> I think Georgie was the mad cunt of her own. You hand can't hand. be the bride mad cunt. <laughs> when they're just like, everyone's like, okay, well, yeah, well, we've, we're sort of like getting to the deeper meaning for people are trailing off to bed. Georgie. The woman's like, let's, let's go fucking, let's go find a man and just like, look at his dick. Let's, fucking, let's go, how about we just go fucking, let's just climb a tower and just jump off. No, there was nobody like that, but the, the person who was they like. They usually called Liv. Like no lives, no lives, no lives, no lives, no lives. Oh, we're going to different handies. I think we are. <laughs> I think we are. Like the mad cunt was just like, I think I'll finish out this musical and then head to bed. And it <laughs> it's was a Georgie, good musical, you know. It was, but it was Georgie both times. Honestly, you crushed it. I wouldn't expect anything less of you. Thank you. And also, I feel like because you are going through this changing chapter in your life, mm. you're the organizing woman. I'm so resentfully going through this changing chapter in my life. Bring your hand forward, but I feel like. You're discovering walking. We're both getting into our old Oh my God, exercises. we really are. No, but I'm only happy about it because I came to you this morning and I was like, guess who's going to sign up for aqua aerobics? And, and you like, went, I love walking. I love walking. I can't talk about my old new old lady habit. But that makes me feel great. I think you should do water aerobics. I've re- I've taken to just taking a couple of turns around my local park in the morning. <laughs> I oh, think you doing promenading's that not done enough. Is that the thing where you like leave your house in the morning when you work from home to trick yourself into thinking you're going to work and then you go back home? Basically, yeah. I and also to trick. trick yourself, like to kind of convince myself that I could leave the house. If oh, I yeah. To. Like it's an option. Yeah. I mean, it's not, but I could. And yeah. do you feel like when you're walking, you're getting the exercise endorphins? No, because like I'm just about getting around the park. You know, like I could have, like, it's like as I wake up, I'm like hopping yeah. around. No, but you know, I'm. I, I go outside. That feels like a like but it's progress. good gentle exercise. But I'm like, I want exercise endorphins. Luckily, I'm so unfit. I get it from standing up sometimes. I'm nice. like, oh, someone's feeling sunny good in the morning. morning. <laughs> She's made it. <laughs> but I feel like aqua aerobics. Aqua aerobics. So, so, have you ever done it before? No, but I've seen it. Okay, I just worry about. I worry that you, <laughs> you know that 
You're you, not supposed to splash each other. Yeah, I was gonna say you know it's not I know a, that. you know it's not a competition, right? No, but you know you don't have to like dance in formation. Like you can't be given out to the other women if they get it wrong. Why are they getting it wrong? Okay, I'm just saying like you don't you don't you have to. Sing but isn't it like you're just in water and then you're like this, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but and then you get like pool noodles. Remember pool noodles when you were like vis- 13 and they were like in vi- between your legs? 13, oh my God. Do you remember that though? Please make a stop. Don't, come on. No. For me, my local pool, shout out to the Heart Leisure Centre. I could fully swim at 13. Was just, yeah, I could swim at 13 <laughs> too. But you get the floaties out and it was just like loads of like girls and boys just being like, oh, this is fucking amazing. Like, maybe that was a fleet thing. I always get, I always wonder I whether it's, it's like. you thing? No, no, we were all fucking losing our minds in the pool. Boolie was amazing. <laughs> we fucking love Boolie and Flea. Okay, well, you can't do that in or water or No, I want to, basically, I want an exercise that... Do you have a pool near you you can do this at? Yes, do I it. do. It's like literally like... Do it. 10 minute walk. Do it. And um, I just think like, I want an exercise that's like fun as well as being like, like an event. Yeah. You know, not just sort of like, oh, I should do some... Oh, God, what have I gone through phases of before? Like, I did jogging ages ago, but like, oh, sit-ups? Oh, no. Like, when you're like, oh, I can do sit-ups, because I can do it at any time, and it becomes this pressure, where instead, getting a cool little pool bag. Yeah, And I want to get one of those ones you had when you were a kid, you know, like, the little... I love this for you. Jelly shoes, maybe? Huh? Jelly shoes, maybe? (gasps) Oh! Right. Right. I had not even thought about that. Yeah. I think jelly shoes, cute swim bag. And also, you know, aqua aerobics. Maybe it's the only way I've ever seen it. Why you hold your breath up? When I've seen aquarobics depicted, it's usually in like comedy sketches. Oh, they're fucking massive, aren't and they? And it's loads of like, yeah. And it's loads of um, like, it's usually usually large women and they're all just sort of like bobbing around, but like everything's underwater, but because like tits flow. Oh, so God, they're all yeah. just like, oh. And I think, I think I would find that quite funny. Not the other, I, actually no, I and think freeing. I'd find this as a group of women. And freeing. Also, how great would it be if, like, I was in, like, a big lady class and we all got in together and the water overflowed? Like, <laughs> I know that's, like, a really, like, old-school fat joke, but, like, if we all got in and we were all like, oh, Jean, Kath, Helen, come on, and we get in and it goes, we're like, it Do you think good. that they grade it by weight? What do you mean? Like, the big girl class? <laughs> How do you get in the big girl class, do you mean? Yeah, like, I just, like, do they call it that? I reckon you'd show up and they'd be like, what, for big girls, aqua aerobics? <laughs> And they'd be like, yeah, and they'll be like, aren't come they, back tomorrow at two. Aren't they, <laughs> like, all, aren't they all just old girls? I think because it's easy on the knee. Yeah, yeah. I, think I do think I think they're mainly just all old gals. But I think you'd, you'd actually do well with a group of old women. I think I'd have like, I'd make a good new group of buddies. You who would to, be you like. You have to use your indoor voice. In a pool? God yeah. forbid. Yeah, I think you would. You mustn't. You simply I think, mustn't. I think you'd have to. No, famously. Indoor pool, I think you'd have to. It's a, it's a sound that you have to Well, swim. then I hope they take their your um, hearing aids hearing out. Aids. They will have to to get in the pool. Oh, cool. oh, then it's fine. Then speak normally. And then I don't know if the instructors in the water with us are standing at the front. They stand at the front. They don't get in. Oh, oh. Everyone has to be able to see them. Not everyone's as tall as you, babe. Oh, you're gonna have to stand at the back, by the way. These old ones won't be able to see over you. Oh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be put at the back of the big girls' club. You are. I'm sorry. I want to do this. I want to punch. I want to jump. I want a pool noodle. I think you should do it. I know. And also film it and also send me clips. You can't film it. I don't have a GoPro. Oh, do you want me to come and film? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, yes! yes! oh, sorry, I just brought my really hot thin friend to uh, watch Big Girls Aqua. You're doing amazing, sweetie. That's it. Bounce, Helen. Bounce, bounce. <laughs> oh, 
Taylor's just getting wave, hit in her face with that tip. Wave, I'd love She doesn't him. want to sleep with men anymore. Oh. <laughs> You'll go back to men within an hour of watching big girls like Quora Robex. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're, you're right. Oh, my God, please. And then you could um, meet me afterwards in the changing rooms. Oh. And then you could do that thing, you know, when, like, mums are, like, refusing to pay for the hair dryers. So they just take you to the toilets and they press the... Uh, yeah. And so you just put me under the hand dryers. I'd love to And you to can do just that. hold me up. Like, and then also I could be like one thing from the vending machine. You can have one, one thing. One thing from the vending machine. One thing. Drink your water. Well, I'll take the grab bag of Maltesers. <laughs> do they have them at, at your local You know those Google? ones? Those like big one pound bags. Oh, I can do that for you, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't gone to the swimming pool yet. Well, let's go. Let's check plan. out the vending machine at least. We okay. should do a recipe Actually, on the vending machine. I did go there once to get a wax. What? There's a woman that waxes no, people at the top of my in the pool. local leisure centre. Not in what? the pool, like above the pool. Yeah, I thought that was weird what? as well. So I'm glad this reaction came through. Sorry. I didn't go back. I mean, in a way, she's a genius, right? Because when do you think most about needing a wax? When you're headed to the pool. But where do you least want to have a wax? It was very odd. At the pool, I think. Yeah, because I arrived and I was like... Like queuing up with all these kids for their swim lessons. <laughs> the smell of chlorine in yeah. there. Yeah, and I went to the reception and I was like, oh. I'm here for a wax. <laughs> and so she was odd. like, okay, and I get in an elevator and go up two floors. It's also a bit like, it feels <laughs> like selling ketchup at a sausage factory. I don't know, it's just like, I, I don't want to see how it's made. I'll be genius. Do you know what I mean? Do you imagine selling ketchup at a chocolate factory? I don't know that you should see how the sausage gets made at the pool. They could put ketchup inside the sausage. So when you bite into it, the ketchup oh, comes out. Ugh, so it's all hot? That's disgusting. Hot ketchup. Hot ketchy. Ugh. Hot ketchy in the Viastion. I really don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Hey, um, we should probably bring on our guest. I'm not on bring on the guest. Let's bring on our guest. Let's bring on our guest. And this week's guest is divine so Enjoy. divine Truly also just really quickly like i actually really think that ketchup and sausage thing is great so if anyone's listening to this and you want to start Please it like do, do message me no no, no. And also, no i just don't want it to like become one of those things where it's like we see it in years to come and i'm like oh, for fuck's sake can i give you a little bit of homework yeah can you please do one of those classes and tell us about it on the next episode yeah thank you okay great i'm so excited and um, feel free to like prepare to see a whole new me next week i'm excited we'll have to get me a smaller chair <laughs> okay we can do that <laughs> um but yes i think uh our guest is amazing he's one of those comics where whenever i'm on the weekend i'm so thrilled he's there because it's like okay it's going to be a lovely time we're going to have some daytime wine it's going to be great you say that but once i wasn't on a weekend away with steven oh and he was like are you in are you in like bristol or whatever yeah. i think i can hear you in my hotel <gasps> i was like no that's not me that's just another loud woman down the hallway <laughs> i was in fucking london i was like go fuck yourself are you like, sure he couldn't just hear you from london wow okay it's steven bailey Yay! Hi, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who has given us a five-star rating and review so far on Whoop. iTunes, who has commented and liked on our videos on YouTube. It makes such a difference massive. because we are a baby podcast. We are producing it ourselves and we really appreciate it. And we would ask you, if you haven't done it already, please do just chuck out some likes. It makes a massive difference to us and being able to keep doing it. 
only five star reviews, please. We've got some gorgeous ones. I love reading them. Helen let's hates not, let's, the one let's, bad just, one. Let's forget about the one bad one. Let's forget about it. Please keep telling us that you love the oinks. It makes my world feel complete. I hate and it. And what we found really works is if you do really enjoy the podcast and you're not able to support us in any other way, supporting us by listening is amazing. And please tell five friends and family members about it this week. And it makes such a huge difference. Massive. And all, as does sharing our videos on Twitter or Instagram, it makes such a big difference please and thank you thank you but do you remember when you were in a hotel was it in Bristol and you messaged me being like are you doing the weekend I think I can hear you down the hallway but it was just like another loud fucking bit (laughs) and I was like in London like no that's not me yeah probably oh my god that's so funny it feels like something I would do you were like oh my god are you in my hotel? Then what did I say? And you were like, oh, no, 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 it's just a, just a woman. And I was like, what, what woman? What was oh, she doing? Oh, my God. Fucking running up another corridor, like singing, playing her tits. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stephen Bailey, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. Good. Thank you. Are we going? Is this, going? Is this is it? Is that okay? Yes. No. Oh, you have perfect teeth. Have you had an Invisalign? Yeah. Have you ever had it? No, but you I was thinking of getting teeth. it. You have I was going to get them done, though. It's not worth it for you. You have gorgeous teeth. Oh, and? He's such a good man. You have gorgeous teeth. You actually really? have gorgeous teeth. Yeah, I'm not just being nice. Okay, but if we wanted to get it, where would we get it? Um, I got it in... Where did I get it from? I got it somewhere in London. What's it called? Invisalign Clinic. Or Smile. Harley Street. Summer, no, it wasn't like that. It's, it was called like... They're gorgeous. Your teeth are perfect. Yeah, they have a little bar in my teeth. They were great. Like? Yeah, on the back. Did it cost a thousand million pounds? Yeah, it was like four grand. I wouldn't <gasps> recommend it. Like, that's why I don't think you need it. My tooth had started to go for a walk. I oh. had to have it. <laughs> I got so one you of those. Don't need it. A little crossover at the front. Well, Let it do more. It's four grand. It's not worth it. Okay. Yet. This is the, okay. I don't want to get it done. Guy. I love it. Yeah. Also, I've heard it hurts. Okay, but no, it doesn't. You are now. Oh, no, it doesn't hurt. Okay. In the old days, it hurts because it was like, uh, uh, nowadays it doesn't hurt. Wow. What a godsend. Um, Hello, you're now officially legally blonde since the last I time am. I saw you. Hi. Just call me Elle. Just call hello, me Elle. Elle. And how has your life changed since you've gone blonde? Uh... I have way more fun. Do you? I am more gorgeous now. Like, I look at myself. You're literally just looking at yourself. I, I really do that all the time. It. Like... And people really compliment how handsome I look with blonde hair. And then it just makes you think, I did red for too long. Not that red oh. is wrong. I just think I look better with this blonde. I mean, you look fire, but you look fire with red hair as well. I think, I think you've got a fire face. I think it's okay. Yeah, I think one, you looked phenomenal with curly red hair. And two, I think it's safe to say that I wouldn't be good blonde. So it's okay that you enjoy <gasps> no! it. No, yeah. that wouldn't work. Right? You don't think? Come on, I would not. Oh, here comes blonde. Big Bumbo Catherine. Oh, hoi, hoi. No. <laughs> <laughs> I find that fucking charming. A bit, an Irish bimbo? How often? No, because, How because often? What Stephen's managed to do is like the Nicole Kidman switch, whereas I'd be more like the Lindsay Lohan switch. Well, I was just going to bring okay. this up because in my teenage years, I had that ginger hair and I was bullied mm-hmm. for it. Were you ever bullied for it? Obviously. Yeah. And then um, I did whatever Lindsay Lohan did. So when she went like black hair and tan, I did that. <gasps> when she went for like black hair with like the blonde bits for wait, 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 so you were So you thought yeah. if you copied Lindsay Lohan, you'd be grand? Yeah, I thought, well, because oh, she was absolutely the gorgeous. The Lindsay Lohan plan, what's the question? Let's go. She was a, she was a ginger role model. We yeah. She read the Quran. I read the Quran. No, no, no. Lindsay <laughs> Mean Girls Day. Okay, Not trying right. to kidnap a child. <laughs> Not trying to kidnap a child in the street days, allegedly, allegedly. Um... <laughs> But I mean, like, when she was, like, a real big star. Yeah, yeah. Before yeah, she yeah, fell yeah. into the bad I crowd. It. I get yeah. it. And, um, <laughs> and then I just... Then Lindsay obviously fell into the crowd and went off doing 
things, mm-hmm. allegedly. Mm-hmm. And um, so then I was like, okay, I need to make my own life choices. So then I went Good with the red. You, and then I just was like, and I'm not going to lie, this was breakdown blonde originally oh really post pandems oh, or lock post lockdown i oh, should okay. say um i went to my hairdresser james and i said i think we should go blonde and he was like i don't think we should do that <gasps> and i said i think we should just go blonde james yeah. and he did it and we went blonde 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 and then we pulled it back to be a bit dirty blonde again nice oh, yeah. oh my god i love that he said no but you were like Cool, well, crack on with it. Well, James also <laughs> James said no, dot, dot, dot. But actually, I've just completed my master's in Paris in hair colouring. So if anyone was going to not fuck it up, it was my James. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. God, James sounds like a... He's at Michelle Louise in Balham, dare I say. Oh, oh my God. God. I've been to Balham. <laughs> Good yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be better if I'd been to Michelle Louise. Yeah. But like Susanna Reed from the Good Morning Britain goes there. I know that oh, place wow. to serve her in a cafe in Balham. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So Stephen knows. She likes a sausage roll. I can't I don't know that. That's not slander. I, she I know, did. I know she likes a curly blow. <laughs> What's oh. that? Blowish, a curly blowish. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't we all? So do I. It's the lingo, which is so hard to I. keep up sometimes. It's a pig's gobble. Jesus, Lily, oh. how are you, my darling? I'm so well. How are you guys? Yeah, good. Thanks for having me. I'm just I'm, doing it. I'm distracted because now I'm thinking about Lindsay Lohan's career. Okay, well, I have several and, questions for Stephen that are not about Lindsay Lohan. But, but did I, you watch Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club? No, I didn't no. watch that. Okay, so it was you like the You have to latest. draw a line somewhere. Like, I yeah. watch every Housewives. Yeah. <gasps> just start at Sydney. Oh, no, except Sydney. Okay. I meant American and UK. Is Potomac as good as everyone says? Yeah, Potomac. I need really to watch good. it. I'm going to do it. Really I'm going to do it. Sorry, ask you questions. Do you watch any Catherine? I'll think about Lindsay Lohan I, in my I've head. I've seen New York and I've seen... Um, <gasps> yes, Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. And a bit of Atlanta. Okay. Do you know... I have a question for you two. I have yes. A for you. Do you know in your comedy career... Yes. Sometimes you've got the option of money... And sometimes you've got the option of being an artist. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Housewives has made me just want the money. I don't care about being an artist anymore. (laughs) And I talk about this with people that are open and frank all the time, but there is two types of people. It's like, oh, do you want to be on this artsy bill for 80 quid? Or do you want to come to like this shithole for 500? It's like, I I would rather go to the shithole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where are you guys on that? So I would put, I've never thought... I'd say you're artsy. I'd say artsy as well. Yeah. Only because, only because, you know that famous scene in Extras where he goes to his direct, his um, agent, it. right? So he's made a sitcom that he doesn't like, right? right? And he's like wearing a curly wig and he's doing a voice like, oh, right. and he just hates it. And he goes to his agent and says, look, I want to do something proper. I want to do something proper. And his agent says, well, what do you want from me? Because you always want something different. Do you want to be famous? Do you want to be on TV all the time and have money? Or do you want to be loved and respected by your peers for making something amazing? And he goes, well, I want both of those things. And he goes, well, only a couple people get both and you are not one of them. So what do you want? And he goes, TV all the time. And he's like, great, Celebrity Brothers called. See, I would do that. Me I too, would do that. Too. You yeah. go on CBB. Yeah. Uh-uh, you got to think about every single thing you say. I have got no self-control. I'd be okay on that. I'd be okay on that. Happens if you shit yourself in the bed. Then that will be all that people remember about you. Why would that happen? Yeah. Because you had, I don't know, a hot curry from one of the challenges. But they don't feature. It, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's another thing. They starve you in there. I know, that's but fine. think of the diet. 
Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Don't. I've always thought about that. I'm a celebrity. Could you imagine? Oh, I everyone wants to do. Everyone wants to do strictly because of the weight loss, and it's like, yeah, but I'm a celebrity. You do it super, super fast. But also, I could not do. I'm a celebrity. I'm. I'm so scared of spiders. <laughs> that's true. Actually, we walked through a spider enclosure the other I'm, day, and you freaked I'm out. Petrified. I don't like mess, so that wouldn't work for also me. Also, same. Yeah. Also not same. mess. It's jungle. No, yeah, I but don't it's like, still like the same vibe. Oh, the leaves, yes, the the leaves are messy. What are you talking about sleeping outside? I, and you have to like jump out of like high things. No, That's the bit for me is like... Mm. Eat, eat random... No, it's an absolute no for me. But so brother, absolutely fine with that. Oh yeah, because that's all about group, group dynamics and bitching behind their backs. Yeah, and if it rains, you just go inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a little phone booth oh. and I'm a celebrity they can stand in. I know, but it'll still stink of piss. Yeah, it's a yeah, no from me. I mean, I, I don't love... It's the... like the phone box on the park. It always stinks yeah, of piss. How often are you going in there? Loads. Yeah, oh, you got to okay. keep checking. You don't want to oh. judge a phone book by yeah. its park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to check they still <laughs> work. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I would be artsy, though. I, I think... I, I worry. I do worry what people think about me and what I do sometimes. I think... Yeah. I get a bit concerned. I understand. I think... Um, I want to be able to take care of my parents when they're old i want to own a house yeah i want to not worry about getting sick and i want to be able to take days off when my brain's fighting me so i'm all about the money honey that's how i feel is being like and because your career whichever way you do it is peaks and troughs i want to know that in a trough in another goddamn global crisis yeah. <laughs> i do not have to shit myself for two years 100 like, i was i think that, i think actually i was sort of i was a bit like mm, 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 before that and then Honestly, the fucking fear, that petrified fear of going back to... Because the first few years I lived in London, I made between like nine and 14 grand a year. Preach. So it's like, yeah. how did I even... When I re- on a re- reflection, I'm like, how did, how did I, I live? live? How did I live? Yeah, how yeah, yeah. did I live? But Which not sounds a good mad, life that's so style. much money. No, 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 it's it was so horrific. much money, was, though. Yeah. Like 14 grand. Like, th- for the rest of the world, it's an amazing amount. And it's like, oh, yes, how sorry. do we even survive? It's so it's weird, crazy. isn't it? I, I really had a horrible time and I couldn't afford therapy and I couldn't afford, like... I just yeah. like, you know, there are moments now where when bad things happen, like I was on that hen do and mm-hmm. th- my flight got cancelled. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool, I'll just input for a refund and it'll come when it comes. But in the meantime, I'll just buy another flight. Yeah. Or I'll just book a train. I remember when that kind of thing would ruin my month. Like, make mm-hmm. me physically You're talking sick my and worry. Mm-hmm. And I would just, like, be like... I don't know. For me, the not just and also like the idea that my parents couldn't call me and say this horrible thing has happened and I couldn't say I'm, I'm coming. Like those, that's what money does. It gives. And oh, by the way, obviously capitalism is fucked and printing people's choices based on mm-hmm. their assigned worth is gross. But mm-hmm. I do think, given that we live in that context, yeah, I want to feel safe and money makes me feel safer. Yeah. Then, but I think peers. what we're all saying is because we want to make art. We want to do two adverts a year. Is that what we're all saying? No. 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 Really? No, because I, I don't care about art. I want to be mainstream, popular. You are like, popular. You don't have to want it. I know, it. but I don't care about the art side. At all? No, I would say I'm a little bit different to this in the sense that, like, I try to be myself and I try to... But, like, if it's a choice between, like, you know, doing something that's a little bit of a compromise versus doing something that... Because the thing is, here's what I... Here's the thing is, people cannot take your money away. They can take your their approval away. So this idea that like was what for my peers to respect me, I'm like risk this week, and then if they decide next week they don't, like in the same way that I don't really feel that way about popularity. Like I don't need to be on the TV loads if 
if all my if I got millions through corporates, I'd be like, I know. Sorry, that's the fucking dream. When I say popular, I don't mean on TV. I mean like I want to sell out. 300 plus size rooms because yeah. then there's dollar in that ticket yeah. percentage. Yeah. That's what I mean. Corporates. Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know, corporates for comedians are literally where we go. I haven't done any yet. I've done one. I've yeah. done one. I did it last week. I love them. For I Kimberly did. Walsh. No, you didn't. Yes, No she fucking did. joke. She did. Why have you... She followed <laughs> me on Twitter. It she was was I don't even know weeks? if I can talk about that. Yes, for Wix. Yeah, I knew it was for Wix. <laughs> oh my God, okay. This, right. Insane. <laughs> You're insane. How dare you pass that on? Insane. I would have done it and give you the money. Oh, that's so funny. No, I love, I'm named a Furby Kimberly from Kimberly from Girls Aloud. It's a whole thing for me. Okay. But you should have been there. I wish and I, I was. That. Well, but sometimes that I think Helen forgets about me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call you out now. No birthday, no Kimberly Walsh. Please continue. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Catherine never does this. I mean... Did you message me I on my birthday? No, because I didn't get an invite. <laughs> oh, this is why I hate birthdays! You petty little bitches. You're both as bad as each other. Oh, I am petty. Stephen and I, I need a moment of healing, you. if that's okay with yeah. everyone. Just you have any crystals? Just a little moment. No, no, I'm yeah. just going to do a handhold. Yeah. I see you, I feel you, I understand I hurt you. Okay. I, I want to forgive you and I want to forget you. Elsie me. Do not Elsie Hardy Montag. I, I, I know who it was. I know who it was. 100%. But it's just sort of like, what? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I know. Because I wheeled her Spencer. <gasps> I'm ready for that. I am ready for those TikTok followers. Oh, my God. I love you. I love you. I'm so, I didn't believe. Am I the Adriana? I'm just over a- here, like, wishing that the toxic ex would come back. Audrina oh Partridge. Okay, <laughs> oh Catherine, can How you please be quiet together. while the two of us are talking? <laughs> we literally just have together. this conversation. I referenced the song from Hamilton. She's like, I don't know it. Um, Stephen, please. Yeah. <laughs> I personally, please. <laughs> I personally did not think you'd want to travel yeah. down yep. to Camberwell. Yeah, I would. To have pizza. Well, some of my, my boyfriend friends. only lives in Tootin. Oh. <gasps> So Catherine, please do not start the part. Yeah, it's okay. I, okay, I let you down. You did. But as long as you had a nice birthday, I suppose I can't complain. Because that would be petty. And I'm no Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> if anything, I'm Kyle. You're a Rinner. I'm a Rinner, I am. You're a Rinner. But I love yeah, that you said Kyle. But Kyle felt so bad about calling her sister an alcoholic at the end of season one. And I don't her think Her sister is an alcoholic. Yeah, Kim is struggling. Allegedly. She's going through... Sorry. The book is coming, guys. Are the we book done? is coming. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Kim Richards has got a book coming oh, out. Yeah. Please tell me it's called November, You Slut Pig. November. No. No, it's not called You Slut Pig. Damn it, that's a shame. It's one of those. Quote. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's one of those like. Tell alls. All, all will be revealed. Do you know one of those? Un- I would really yeah. Know, yeah. like to know the behind the scenes of her friendship with Brandy Gamble. She Apparently, she says what she knows about Harry Hamlin. Apparently. I don't know what's happening anymore. Okay, I've lost me. Back um, to being a hog. Yes. Mother of Delilah. No? Okay. Well, anyway, I'm thrilled that that is... But I would also say that you you said that, but you also do the work. It's not like you're like... Who, me? Yeah, it's yeah, not I looking work. for an easy way out. No. It's just that you're happy to choose money. And I also, I honestly think people who get to be like artistically snobby generally are people who have money. And I'm like, that's Thank also you. what oh, to do. So true as well. I'm yes, like, so, so rich true. though. Yeah, you are. And if I'm as rich I as am. you. Yeah, we both did Apollo. Are you fucking kidding? Oh, I thought you meant like back from a rich background. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't choke on your water. That's harsh. <laughs> Sorry, My dad working. works. Yeah, but like in shit. My dad works in sewage. Oh, great. Yeah. 
There was a show. It's actually a really good job. There was a show on Channel Five called Sewer Men that Chris Washington narrated. You should have done that. You have more of a connection. Um, we call it Shit Farm Daughters in my town. Yeah. So like, so there was like two of us at my school in my year. Yeah, Shit Farm Daughters. Oh wow. Yeah, well, but he works for a different Shit Farm now. Can I just say as well? Do you know when you shouted at Catherine? It yeah. reminds me of one of my favourite bits from Helen's set. Is always when she just starts shouting in German. Oh, I don't so know why that's it so kills good. me so much, but I just love everything that happens. Whenever she says "Lockerman," yeah, that. I'm like, it's so good. <laughs> English. <laughs> it feels German. German. Ways, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a very classy yeah. moment of uh, performative. Oh, yeah, it's it. art performance, it's though. So good. It, no, it's art. Okay, and I will oh. be respected I for it. I am shocked that you're. You would say the arts thing. I think I'd, so, only because hand on heart. I think that's true for you. I do get moments of like, people will be like, people, people, you know, like comedy people <laughs> will be saying stuff about like, oh, like, have you done this? Or you wanted to do that? Or I saw so and so did this. And it, just, it gets in my head. I definitely care a lot what other people think. And I think in moments like that, I will also say I've said arts having not been faced with the choice. Because I am still in the phase where I say yes to everything that oh, comes yeah, in. I'm like, 100%, yes, thank you so much for the job. I'm so grateful. But I think if I was in a position where rent was paid, all good, paid in advance, or like I bought somewhere mm. where I had a choice between a money job and or something that I genuinely wanted to do didn't pay very well. Actually, no, that's bullshit. I did have a choice. I just, I made a pilot. The BBC. Yeah, congratulations. Very exciting. Congratulations. Over the moon about it. Does not pay well at all. And the amount of work and months that went into it, I would have been better off just gigging. Yeah. But, and I could have taken some gigs during the prep time of that. But that's a step. And I didn't though. take all because I wanted to really that's focus on the job that I wasn't getting paid for. Exactly. That's strategy. You're strategizing to hopefully get a, an actual a show made. Yeah. 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 So I think that's different. I think my, my point is also that like, I think predominantly, I don't want to make it, I want to make it clear that like, I try my best to write the best comedy I can, but I, I certainly, if I was choosing about the reaction to the best comedy I can write, I would rather getting paid well for it than my peers going very good. Yeah, that's how I feel. I'm gonna try my best. I write mm -hmm. the best if I can. I write as honestly as I can. I don't know that I call. I consider any comedy art, but I do my best. Uh, but in, I was choosing between massive paycheck and my friends going very good stuff. You write for the audience, not for other comedians. Yeah. That's oh yeah, we all write for the audience. Not no, I don't true. think that's true either. We know. Who's writing for fucking... Who's writing for Dave at the back of the Chuckle Hut factory in fucking Bracknell? <laughs> like, but there's a lot of comedians that don't know how to adapt to certain rooms. So they're the people I would say are aligned to their art. Oh, that's true. Me at the Stafford Gatehouse two years ago. <laughs> fucking hell. Have I told... I've told you about no. this. Tell me. Oh, right. Oh, God. It's we... so bad. What is it? It was such a bad day. I'll bet you we can all relate. We all think oh, we're yeah. not panicking. Please, <laughs> now we have to know. Please tell us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Why do you please. look like you're enjoying it? I know it's oh. like it's like she's coming, but also she's disappointed in herself. Go on. Okay, Stafford Gate House, <laughs> Stafford Gate House Theatre, Friday night gig, Christmas, opening well, thirty, okay. Christmas, opening old. thirty, yeah. which is just 30. anyone who doesn't know, it's an opening twenty max. Yeah. is how it works. Yeah. Opening 30 is too much on a normal night, never mind on a Christmas. And bit. even on and tour shows, people do 20 and then a break. It's also important to say that like 
but the first section they're not drunk enough so they're dying for a drink they want the interval quickly the other thing to say is at Christmas they're fucking lunatics and actually the first section is about to get them to calm down but if you drag that out too long mm-hmm. the kiddies go wild okay I will also say I had just come off of three <laughs> gigs where I felt like I'd completed comedy oh yeah you went in cocky I was cocky <laughs> I believed I was talented. Yeah, you yeah. are talented, you just are. not in Stafford. Yeah. <laughs> so I arrived in Stafford. They're screaming at the MC, who I'll tell you who it was afterwards, but very good, very good MC. Okay. Saying, "Bring on a proper comic! Bring on a proper comic!" And I was like, "They mean me." Oh, oh no. Oh sweet God, they're saying that to a good MC. A really good MC. Fucking hell. And he's already gone through all the like, you can go fuck yourself, blah blah. blah. So I'm like, okay. Well, so I go out and I'm like, don't worry though, because I've been so good the last three nights at like the Bill Murray oh. to twenty people. We'll be, we'll be grand. Oh my god. Oh my oh god. god I feel the sick. Bill Murray is an amazing comedy club, but it gives you the falsest sense of security. Yeah. 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 You can do new stuff to applause breaks, then go yeah. to like a, a club. Not I love the crowds in there. Angel, and they will not like that. That being said, yeah. I have also died there. Um, so I walk out on stage, all <laughs> cooking confident, like, who's this beautiful Christmas fair? And they're like, you, what, you mean the fat lass? Like, oh, oh, oh God! Oh, God! <laughs> was it like a death for 30 minutes? Or was there, oh, was I the... lasted 25 and then went, can you come get me, please? Did you get, <gasps> bit... get, the MC did you get anything come? off did them? You die, I got did you a lot of... Right. I had a lot of back and forth. So I would be like, I'm six foot one. They'd be like, no, you're not. And then they'd, I'd be like, fucking come up here, then I'll prove it. So the guy comes up, measure, I win. And then another group starts talking. Then another group starts talking. And it's then one guy. It's whack-a-mole. I hate whack-a-mole. It's, it's full whack-a-mole. whack-a-mole. I can't calm them down. And then one guy starts doing the next. No. Next. <gasps> next. That's bad. Oh, That's God. bad. Yeah. So then... But I'm I I I think I'm fucking flying this can week. We, can we just pause for a second? Okay. Is there anything worse as a comic than next, next, or, or you're, you're not funny because there's no reply to it that doesn't make you no. seem like an absolute jackass. Well, he like, was screaming next, and I was like, no, I'm with you. Don't worry. There is another comic. It's not just me. Um. So I was like, great. No, but that's the worst. Either you're, you're like, yeah, no, I agree, or you're like, if someone's like, you're not funny, then you're like, yeah, I am. You're like, oh, I've lost, I've lost all power. I've lost all power. Do you know, though, I wouldn't even take that as a death on your part. And I'm really not saying this. We haven't even got to the end of the story. Yeah, if they're rude before the MCs even come on, Mm. that's on the audience. Mm -hmm. If they're, like, fine and quiet and waiting for the show, and then that's a different thing. Mm -hmm. They do sound like a bunch of... Yeah. So there's one guy screaming next. Mm. And for some reason, (laughs) that manages to quiet the entire room compared to anything else I've done. Mm. They all go silent. He's like, next, next, next. And I'm just thinking, like, did you not do this guy's break? This, done it. Oh. Done everything. I've done. I've run out. I've run out. Oh, oh god! Oh, when you break. use all your tricks, yeah. and then there's nothing. I, I barely had any anyway. This guy screaming next, <laughs> and they've all gone silent. And I'm like, oh fuck you, you anchor. Like do whatever, going at him. And I'm thinking, oh he's being such a prick. The whole audience must hate this guy. So I'm like, guys, we should we should get rid of him, shouldn't we? And they're all like. No. And I'm oh, like, he's God. a prick. And I thought they were all on my side. They weren't. They're all on his side. So then it's the whole of Stafford basically being like, no, no, we love we love the guy that's screaming at you. Oh. It's you we hate. Oh. So I had to go like, can you, is the MC, can you come get me, please? No, you didn't. I did. I, what am I going to do? Another five minutes and I'm all screaming? Oh, I just left. Jesus. I just left. Oh, thank you. Good night. <laughs> and I came back and I did get advice from the two comics in the green room. that You hadn't not been needed. on yet. Hadn't been on yet. Oh my god, I fucking hate unsolicited advice. It was so unnecessary because it was just a cacophony of facts. You need to have things in your arsenal. Oh, fuck off. To say to them when they're being a nightmare. And I was like, 
okay, but when there's five tables all going at it at different points, everything I said they challenged. And they I were have like, to say this though about comedy. It's not we have to learn to like maybe deal with like funny heckles and stuff like that. It's not our job to learn how to like teach people to be not dickheads. Like mm-hmm. they wouldn't go to the Lion King and behave like that. So it's like you can come and not enjoy it, but just don't laugh. Like you don't we've have got to be lots fun. of rules we have between yeah, we yeah. can, but we've got rules between ourselves. Like there's some that I've learned over the years that I got told very early on, which I've only just put into practice recently. Like if you've got a room full of people and there's a group of people not enjoying it and they're just looking at you blankly. Ignore them. Ignore Focus them. on the people that are loving it and make them feel like they're missing out. Yeah. Stop yeah. trying to desperately make them laugh. Like, and there's things that I'm so open to practice. But when the whole room is just like, oh, so I say, oh, like, I love drinking. And they go, do you? Show us. So everything's a challenge. Everything's a question. It's tedious. But I will also say that. But I was so confident that they were all on my side. <laughs> Don't, don't we hate this guy? No, you, you fat slug. That's so painful. I'm so sorry that. First of all, I'm so ha- sorry that happened. Me so happy too. that happened. So sorry that I'm happened. About to say your eyes are so happy. I don't know how. <laughs> no, sorry. I, I was actually going to say that. I think what you're saying is right, though, Stephen, because I think it took me a while to realize there's a certain degree to which, like, you have to learn to deal with people not liking you. Mm-hmm. You have to learn to deal with people being quiet and not r- r- not engaging with you. You have to learn to deal with hard setup rooms, difficult, yeah. difficult other comics, like maybe even like troublesome bookers you have to learn to deal with uh, people yeah responding to rhetorical questions interrupting with funny jokes diacting all of that I guess is just a workplace environment but what you don't have to put up with is abuse and I think that we conflate that with comedy audiences way too often and actually Stephen taught me this I don't think you know this but like a while ago we were talking there was just like We'd, after lockdown, there was this weirdly like rage, like weird rage in audiences that I'd never experienced before. <coughs> like this, like like people hadn't been out of the house when they yeah, started, yeah, like, yeah. people were getting much drunker, yeah. much faster. And there was this weird like anger and I get it. It was a really fucking hard time, but people were getting drunk and they were like a little bit even more misogynist than usual. And specifically I was getting, and I used to get loads when I started comedy, but um, after lockdown, I just like a real uptick in homophobia. And, like, being spewed at me on stage and i have learned so well to like rebuff that cut the person down teaching moments like undermining moments turn the room against the moments all that and then we were talking about it and you pointed out to me like or you can just wait till they're asked to leave like you can literally go cool that's not part of my job i'm just gonna wait here oh the staff are coming okay cool you like and i was like oh yeah i don't actually have to take that Because I remember, I mean, I only started doing it after lockdown, but I was like, I'm so fed up of homophobia because you're right. There's so many, like, we have to deal with you've drank too much. We have to deal with, like, you know. But it's another thing, though. But also it's like homophobia is hate speech. That's it. Yeah. Full stop. Like, that's what it is. And if someone shouts out something homophobic, a comedy club does not pay me well enough to deal with it. They pay a bouncer. So you need to acknowledge what homophobia is. Yeah. Come over, remove them, and I'll carry on. Until then, I'm just going to wait there because you don't pay me enough. And also, I don't want to because we're taught as queer people, get the laugh out of it. Mm -hmm. You have to learn for a witty response and get the room back on your side. But then that makes them think they've got the laugh and that they've helped. Mm -hmm. No, you've been hateful. I'm just going to wait. Mm-hmm. fucking smart mm-hmm. yeah okay we need to spread that word because i haven't heard about that i it really really helped me and it made and i think that thing of like yeah i'm getting i've come on the train maybe four hours yeah to get to this club yeah 
I'm getting 120 quid for the evening. Oh, my, 120. Let me know what that is. My agent will take 24. <laughs> the tax man will take 24. Mm-hmm. I've had to buy a snack on the train. Yeah. I'll probably need breakfast in the morning. I'm really getting 50 quid. <laughs> you don't get to call me. No. Whatever the fuck you feel like. Yeah. And make me, yeah, have to do. And you're right. Like, there is so, we're so, I'm actually very good at dealing with heckles. Yeah. I've always been quite good at it because I got a lot of it very early on because I look like a woman who, who will need help after 10 minutes. <laughs> but like, like honestly, if I talk for, t- especially when I was new, uh, something about large groups of men would be like, oh, she's been talking too long. She'll need some assistance. Oh yeah. my God. I never um, thought about it like that. But you're right when they're just sort of like, oh, better jump in. She's yeah. paused. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, <laughs> oh God, she's going to be, and it's like, and then that plus homophobia, like it was just like tedious. And you're like, oh yeah, I could just opt out. Just opt out of having to fucking. You're right. It's just not good enough to pay for that nonsense. And also, what's point? Why is the bouncer getting paid? Like, if you want me to do their job, pay me a bit more. Don't have them on the door. I'll do it. <laughs> like, that that's just point. how I feel. Like, he's a black belt. He could do both. I that's really true. Could, yeah, and I'm really like bored of like people. You know, being like, no, 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 you. I'm really not paid enough for so many things, and especially when you start doing your own shows and your own tours, you realize like being like, we're not getting paid that amount. A good enough money to deal with this nonsense Mm-mm. so if you want to allow the homophobia and that's fine but i'll wrap up after five minutes and give you the same fee invoice yeah. you decide i'll work mm-hmm. without you at work it's fucking great that you're doing that and it's fucking great that you're doing that and i feel like the more people know about it the more we can all do it so they realize they have to step it up yeah because it's that thing of like it's so because we don't have an HR department in comedy. We don't have something where we're all, we have to like, it's all but done through like, hey, have you thought about this? Hey, do you know that club is all paying us this amount? Are they paying you that amount as well? Or but is it like, let's be clear. Clubs do this. Some clubs do this incredibly well. Some do. Yeah. The stand, the store, you know, put mm-hmm. up with shit. And they're, they're entire, like the stand you walk in and there are notices on the wall saying like, th- you know, we don't stand for heckling or abuse mm-hmm. or co- comics. And similarly in the store, I have had, like that's the room that everybody wants to play. It's so competitive. Yeah. It does pay well. It does have a great audience. They're so nice to you, and yet still, I have when I've the only time I've ever had like a, sh- a show derailed because of a heckler. The lovely man Simon who works there was like so apologetic and did interrupt and did try to stop them and did have them eventually yeah. get and also like was just so because he's like that's not your fucking job and it's like that's a good club and the venues you've just mentioned as well they put the show before the bar. Mm. They put the comedy show ahead of their bar sales. Yeah. So, like, other yeah. places are like, drink, 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 drink. Yeah, There's I know. There's also what you mean. a show going on. Whereas those shows go, here's a show. You've got a 15 minute break. Then the bar's going to shut while the show's on. Yeah. yeah. Like, if yeah. you can still get a drink or go to the bar when a show is on. Oh, gosh, you're not going to pay attention. It's hugely problematic. For a show. Oh my god, He's yeah. The truth. Oh my god, sorry. If you not if you're not into comedy, that was a really long rant about something yes, you won't give a so shit. No, I think I think that's just that I think anything can apply to any work situation yeah. though. It's just mm. like someone talking to you that I mean like, no, I'm not paid enough to be spoken to like this. Yeah. Like yeah. Well, it's essentially Hate bullying. Yeah. And don't get bullied in the workplace. Stand up for yourself. Last question. Yeah. Call it ignorance. How much would they have to pay you to puff up with it? Oh yeah, no, like, you put money. Um, like honestly, anything over a grand, I'll put up with any shit. Yeah, yeah. like a shit heckle. If you're doing a 20 minute spot for a grand, you'd be like, yeah, I'll die for. I'll deal minutes. with it. No bouncer. Oh yeah, I mean anything yeah. over a grand, I'll pretty much put up with anything. I think the homophobia, <laughs> I'm really putting my foot down with. But anything else, if you want to talk while I'm on, do that for a grand. Oh, well, oh, oh my god, yeah. like yeah. plan your yeah. next yeah. date. Yeah. That's fine. If yeah. I'm getting paid yeah. well. 
Okay, yeah. good. It's good to see we're on the same page. Yeah, nice. Andy Holdy. Oh, you guys. That's not so artsy anymore. <laughs> 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 How pretty must be like, also name your fucking price, you queers. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally yeah. just... Name your price, you pup. <laughs> I also yeah. just heard about this. I'm thinking, what the fuck were you... What was, like, I was a load of the stuff at Gatehouse. You weren't there to be like, oh, just so you know. Like, you don't have to deal with that. You can just sort of go quiet. <laughs> well, if you'd invited me to my, your birthday, oh! maybe I'd had a conversation. <laughs> Let's do a problem. Do we have a problem? Is there a problem for a listener? I think it's a listener problem we should jump into. Catherine didn't have you at your birthday. Maybe what's Did you? My birthday's always in Edinburgh, so you're definitely invited in. Thank you. I'm not going to Edinburgh. Are you not? No. You're so classy. So commercial. What are you doing instead? I'm going to go to Paris. I'm not even going to lie. Go Paris! Yeah. For a month? No, I'm going to go for a week. And then I'm going to have three weeks of being like, High-paying sh- uh, things only. <gasps> you go and Disneyland Paris. Do, you're just basically going to do the stuff in London when everybody's away that you can. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Why would I go to Edinburgh? Just to have, have Charlton call me unsophisticated. I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that problem. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Let's go. Okay, this is a long one, so strap in. But it is an important one. Okay. Um, hi, Hogs. I'm in quite a difficult situation with my uni placement, and honestly, I have no idea what to do. I'm currently three months into a six-month six placement with a social media marketing agency. Uh, about a week into the placement, I found out my boss was a raging turf. She never said anything directly, but I'll attach her Twitter so you can get a better idea. Think JK Rowling vibes. Ugh. At first, it was only through her likes that she interacted with turf groups, but over the past week, she's begun tweeting from her business account. I tried to ignore the situation at first, um, as I'm aware that in life, I will have to work for people whose views I may disagree with. But as part of the placement, I'll be expected to run the Twitter account that she uses to interact with these, these groups. Um Ooh. I'm a 23-year-old trans man, and my boss has no idea because I pass fairly well. I know it's a fairly grim situation, but uh, but I listen to you guys all the time, and if anyone can make me laugh about it, then it's you. Any advice? Do we, oh. have, an, do we have an initial for this person? This is from V. V. Hello, V. First of all, thank you for sharing your problem with us. And secondly, I'm really sorry that that's happening. I'm yeah. So, so first of all, sorry that that's happening. What a, It's actually fucking insane that can you even you... have to figure this out. So, just quickly, call it ignorance. What is the university placement? How important is a placement exactly? Well, presumably, it's a it's going to come with a professional recommendation. Okay. It's come with you could leave with a job there if it. Yeah, goes it could lead to an actual to. job. Yeah. yeah it's oh, so it's like 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 a higher education work experience. So it's, as part of your course, you're getting, you're learning the, and, and practicing the skills you've been studying. Okay. But also, you potentially come out with best case scenario, a job potentially, certainly with sufficient work experience during your university time that will mean that you have you're not just going in as like a, a graduate to most of the programs. Yeah, yeah. And you should come out with professional recommendations, especially if you've done nothing wrong and worked very hard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Understood. Right. Yeah, yeah. Also, you presumably it's a mandatory part of your course to pass. So. You yeah, it's always part of your course. Yeah, yeah. so it's going to add uh, contribute to your overall results as well. Oh, fucking hell, V. You're in a bloody nightmare. <laughs> well, that's not helpful, I'd say. You're in a absolute <laughs> nightmare, V. This is important. you got to do it. you got to do it. You're I, fucked. I have several, several things to say. Um, first of all, th- I think what we were talk- just oh, talking v, about... Oh, V, cry in the toilets. No, Jesus. No, 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 Helen, stop. <laughs> Helen, oh, man. Helen, I'd say this is not the one for you to solve. Okay. I would say what we were just talking about... 
Oh God, you're bringing such Stafford Gate energy. Take a breath. Take a breath. <gasps> Not a Stafford Gate house. Take now. a breath. Okay. V. First of all, really sorry this happening. It's also very hard to, I think, to walk the line, the precarious line of when it's your senior and your your boss. Yeah. Mm. But let's be clear. Morally, we know this person is doing the wrong thing. Being a turf is gross. Business wise, they're also doing the wrong thing yeah. though, because they're using the business account to advocate for hate speech, which is not legal. Both not legal, but also optics wise, even if you come down on either side as a business, like optics wise is probably quite bad. And, yeah, and you'd be kicked off apprentice so quick. Right, because <laughs> it's not strategic for a business. But the third thing to say is, it feels probably like at the moment you have to either out yourself, which is you don't have to do, or talk to your boss head on, which I actually don't think would work. No. And the, the beauty of the corporate structure is, unlike comedy, it has... Hey, baby. And also, so does university. So I would approach it twofold. One, uh, please step in if you have no, I'm listening. I, I would agree. go to your your university advisor. You almost certainly have a tutor or a lecturer. In your oh, subject. do they have that? So you can go to someone and they're like in charge of your welfare. Well, they still are yeah. responsible for your welfare yeah, while absolutely. you're there. Yeah. So in the first instance, I would go to them. Secondarily, I would be asking them for advice on how to approach it within HR at the business who are also, now let's be clear, imperfect. This is the thing. Your advisor and your HR are both human and might be flawed also or deeply immoral also. But the odds are that at least one of those two. Mm. And also you must put everything in writing. I'm a big believer. Did you not learn this from Housewives? Keep your receipts. I do this all the time. Never do anything on phone. Always do it on email. Um, because yeah. then you have proof that you flagged it should yeah. anything escalate. Yeah. True and that. also, I think there's, I always think as well, do you know the whole kill with kindness thing? Yeah. I always think there's so much in that because you could go, like you've just gone in on this placement, taken over the social media. Mm-hmm. You could go, like you don't have to say it's this person who normally does it. They'll know themselves. You go, oh, just so you know, I've, I've just taken over the social media and I've noticed that there's a lot of liking about is it turf tweets? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they're doing. So they're liking a lot of turf tweets. And I don't think that's a good look for this business. Because you could just do it like that, where it's like, I'm flagging it for you. Like, do you know, like, and then oh, it that's allows really you good to advice keep anything too. you want to keep to yourself to yourself. You don't have to out yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and it's also looks very professional. Just go, I've just noticed this mm-hmm. is happening and we don't want to mm-hmm. be seen this way. Also, I'm. Yeah. Um, like the same face that Stephen's making, a hundred percent V replicate. It's like a, um, I've just noticed. <laughs> like it, it's like it's like you're so confused, but you just want to help. But actually, yeah. it's like, like no, it's but really good. Sullivan. Yeah. yeah. Also, I do think that like faux naivety a little bit can be helpful if it seems apparent that you'd absolutely know who it is, then you don't have it. You're not juicy meant to do that. But I would think like make the business case and less of the personal case because people respond better to that and because it makes them less feel less judged. And the business case here is you're talking about alienating a younger demographic. You're talking about potential engaging in actual hate speech mm-hmm. you're talking about making it a safe workplace mm-hmm. you're talking about HR violations you're talking about uh, inconsistency of messaging you're talking about product irrelevance like just talk about those things and you do not owe HR your whole history no you don't owe this woman your whole history 
But I do think you owe yourself the opportunity to feel supported in that context. I'm really sorry that's happening. And also, if you're feeling a bit like, oh, God, I promise you, you're not the only person in that office who yeah. is trans or who has a trans family member or who, I don't know, human possesses human empathy. Yeah, and I would say we're with you. I agree. And if it is so clear that it's your boss doing the tweets and so it'd be too obvious to do the faux naivety, you can still do the naivety by going, I think we've been hacked because <gasps> all these things have been. Yeah. Okay, uh, right. For my two cents, 100% V, do the fake like, oh my God. Oh my God. We've been hacked. They've got my fucking password. What the fuck? You've never Assuming this is the University of Huddersfield. You've never got a Northern role, have you? No. <laughs> Oh, bloody hell. Ooh, uh, we've been hacked. Who's oh, like... Oh, like, oh I've got to get down the man. Someone's like <laughs> Graham Linehan again. Bloody hell, ma. Where's my pasta? It's all over the shop. And then I would also say 100% you need a vent. So get your drug, drink or food of choice and binge it and vent to everyone that will listen. But like, also... You can't... Don't problem solve until you've had your vent. I would say also you're university counselor and tutor Ooh. and hr Ooh. I, and like do not you don't have to advocate for yourself alone mm -hmm. those people will be flawed but i promise you there's unless this person is the business owner <laughs> even then it just it's probably there's probably like ways around it and if that doesn't work send us a link to the account and we'll get it blocked <laughs> oh <my laughs> so i have God. to restart again <laughs> that's not we even a massive problem for us yeah. we can report we it obviously we won't do that until you've emailed us oh with explicit God. permission all three of us can just report but it but that's not going to be a big drama for us thank you so much I let's yeah. do, do all of the above yeah 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 let also, us know also we thanks for yeah. your sharing your problem I think like other people will have issues like that and it's so uncomfortable and mm -hmm. it's because uh, people are always scared of their bosses there's still such a strange thing about power and who can do mm -hmm. what and it mm -hmm. always comes to power and money mm -hmm. and everyone is always scared of approaching their boss about something that's not appropriate yeah i'm nervous right now because i want to eat this cookie but i don't know no. whether i should ask Catherine no, or not doing that right now and, mm -hmm. um no i absolutely don't want to listen to that on the podcast um here's what i would say is can i just say one last Apple thing chocolate. about um power approachability you were saying something fuck i had a really good topic for your stupid cookie thing <laughs> what was it being scared of your boss being scared of your boss power was it my northern accent it's gone <laughs> It's gone. Where in the north are you from? Oh, I know. That's what it is. Manchester, because I'm buzzing. <laughs> what I was going to say was, um, the reason that I say that you don't have to tell them you're in, you don't have to come out yourself is because, is, is one, because, is not, like, uh, I can imagine some people are listening and being like, oh, but maybe you should because other people won't have the privilege of passing, right? So I understand that that's a, like, a tricky thing to balance. But I would say this, is when I say that you don't owe them your past, I just mean like, and you don't owe them your entire truth is like, remember with the queer conversation, especially with homophobes or transphobes, the fact of the matter is that argument costs you more than it costs her. Yeah. If you're going to have a debate about whether or not hating and undermining your humanity is a valid work time pastime, workplace pastime, she can go all day because her hate doesn't cost her anything and her hate isn't undermining and devaluing her or making her feel unsafe in the workplace. You can't go all day because it's fucking exhausting to justify your personhood to a person who should, frankly, 
understand it or at least feel some sort of duty of care to their employees and that will cost you more so just you don't have to wade into that because they you will always run out of energy before them because god hates like rocket fuel and they don't seem to remember we're people so just protect yourself oh my god that was beautiful no that was tired and experienced People are exhausted, I think. And and the, the thing is, I think what I'm fed up about is like whenever you talk about homophobia, transphobia, people act like we're just making it up to whinge. And it's like the statistics are there oh, yeah. mm-hmm. on the police's website, on the government's website. And we know they don't like to publish accurate mm-hmm. statistics mm-hmm. all the time. So yeah. this is the best it looks, which is pretty bad. But also like, yeah, also that. It's also it's just like, it is sometimes nice to pretend to not know everyone's fucking hateful thought about you because then you can at least exist in a world where maybe most people don't feel that way but having to fucking lure it out of people because you need i don't know a basic access to workplace safety or you know Mm -hmm. do your job it's just so painful and it is exhausting because it's even the compliments always have a little tint of homophobia Mm -hmm. in like i had one the other day where it was like um you were so funny. I really loved your act. You were so sassy. But what I loved the most was you didn't put um, your sexuality at the mm-hmm. forefront. And I thought, Ugh. the minute I step on stage, like it's it, it, it's like a dig. Be like, you were a really funny comedian, but you weren't too gay this yep. time. So yeah. really like we really like that level yeah. of and gay you were at. Yeah. 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 That yeah. level of gay, that one was right going, for us. You have to process it in a way where it's like, well, what talk <gasps> to someone about this? Because I'm like, I don't want to. Res- I don't know how to respond to that because like, thank you, but no as well. Mm-hmm. And then it's like you're trying to, f- and then you have to find ways to articulate yourself, which sometimes is the most exhausting mm-hmm. thing because you go, I want to tell you all this is not a compliment, but mm-hmm. I don't know how to well, phrase it. Do you know? What oh I mean? yeah. Also, people just don't see their own hypocrisy. They're like well done for not just being gay up there. And you're like, oh, cool, but literally all you saw was gay up there because your only measure of whether or not it was good was what degree of that I just Yeah. Played. That's all you remember about mm. me. Or like, it's, it's, no, it's like the same when people are like, I don't usually like female comedians. It's like, uh, let me stop you there. You're a cunt. Can I move on? Like, like uh, or just like, or also just like, oh God, it's, just, it's honestly, it's relentless and it's boring and it's tiring. But I think specifically for trans people mm. at the minute it I mean I feel this way as a queer woman I feel like it's worse however for trans people it's worse for femme presenting men it's worse for um, masculine presenting women than it is for me because I pass but the problem with that is that like the reality is for trans people at the moment it is completely legitimate to feel under physical threat <laughs> yeah. uh, because you are and um, that's scary and I'm sorry as are women and but I just just protect yourself as much as you can but you are absolutely right to complain and I cannot wait for the meeting I want like the can you get the minutes from the meeting where you're like we've been act because I really want to (laughs) that is such a Catherine Bohart request but like the minutes please the minutes is someone taking the minutes someone will be taking the minutes do they put the pauses in because they feel like those matter okay the dramatic pauses in the minutes the we got you we got your back but can we please say thank you to Stephen Bailey? Because that's what I want to do. Well, I was going to say, before we do that, can we have like one more problem solved by Stephen? Because Stephen's great at this. I mean, yeah, can we say thank you to. and then do another problem on the extras? I'm yes, just let's worried about yeah. timing, Stephen. Well, I've got nowhere to be. I'm the alpha right, of this podcast. Okay. So I'm not in a rush. <laughs> Stephen <laughs> Bailey, you're an angel. Where can people find you? Um, at my birthday parties. <laughs> 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 Why did I say that? I made it awkward for myself. 
myself. <laughs> I'm joking. You weren't invited. I know. Oh my god, stop it. Oh my god. I know Rosie Jones, clearly. <laughs> yeah, that's I know how Helen feels about that one. Oh Rosie god. was invited, she couldn't yeah. come. Yeah. She was gigging, so it was Catherine. Okay. Wow. Um, Tell us about where people can find you. Oh, God. I'm on Twister. 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 <laughs> Please tell yeah, me that's how you promote yourself. Like, I'm on a Twister map most evenings. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, just Stephen Comedy, the usual. Everything's there. I mean, more tag Stephen it. and, and everything. And also, you, uh, you have a new podcast? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I keep forgetting about this because it's so new. I'm doing a podcast. Um, It's called Let's Talk About the Husband. Yeah, yeah. You will love it. Um, What's the name? It's um, basically... So how it came about was... So it's with Zoe Lyons. Mm. We love, we love, we love. It's the dream pairing. We love. Come on. Um, I rang her loads over lockdown. Like, we just got really friendly on our walks um, separately, but on the phone. And I'd always be going... Like, we had a whole conversation about keep your receipts because of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And she she was going, mm-hmm. that's really good advice. And we'd be talking about something else. Stephen, that is so good advice. Like, you should, like, have you ever thought about being an agent? And, da, da, da? and yeah. I'm like, that's so rude. But yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I know, but it's that feeling someone goes like, you know, you'd be really good at, like, producing shows. And Not it's like, doing this? Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> and, um, also, and it I feels like, like you're saying I have a face for background. And, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and I was like, it's not me. It's Lisa Vanderpump or it's Erica Jane. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what's a Lisa Vanderpump? And I was like, there's a What's a Lisa Vanderpump? And I sent her the clip of Kim Richards, Real Housewives Beverly Hills, in Amsterdam. Oh my God. Beast! You beast! beast. And then she was like, this is amazing. Then I sent her a clip of, did you see where Kim and Courtney had a physical fight on people? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we did. Of course. So we she did. was like, What's a Kardashian? Oh, and she kept my saying God. it like that. What's a Kardashian? What's a Kardashian? I did a bit of research. Zoe Lyons started on Survivor. I know. So she's the biggest reality person. There is she's the what? OG of reality TV. Yeah, well, I thought it was the island, but it's Survivor. Wasn't Survivor, yeah, yes. Yeah. Zoe was on Survivor. Yeah. The first series. First ever series in the UK. Yeah. I am so pulling out my gig tonight, and which is awful because <laughs> it's a charity. <laughs> but I'm fucking out. I'm out. Okay, amazing. And then, um, yeah, so then we decided to do a podcast where we would watch an episode of reality TV, like the big viral ones, Good. and see what you've learned from it. So every episode's a different reality show. Oh my God, we should listen to this. I'm obsessed. And then, so we've done our first eight. I think six are out at the minute. And then we're going to start having like guests on. So we'd love reality fans on. So we'd love to have yes, you guys on. Please. Oh my God, yeah. Then we're going to have like Tanya from the Housewives of Cheshire and all different people. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's really good podcast. We just need to focus. I know we've got to like, we're, right. we're going to yeah. talk more in the extras. We don't we have can't to let go of you. Sorry. But like, have you seen the ASMR version of that fight? <laughs> Right, I haven't. I know what it is. I keep meaning to watch it. People keep sending it me, but I've not watched it yet. Thank you, Stephen Bailey. We'll be continuing this in the extras. Woo!
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.